You're listening to the More of What Matters podcast, honest conversations for daring women. But my mom always told us growing up, you know, make your own money, do work that you love, like be your own person. And it wasn't that you, you can't build with your spouse and everything and your partner, but that always stuck with me. Hey, it's Andrea. Today's episode, I have invited Tiffany Wallace back. She is the CEO of The Well-Integrated Woman, and our first conversation received so much positive feedback. I knew I had to have her back, and today's conversation is all around money mindset and women and their wealth, and wow, I think we opened up some doors, and I'm really excited for you to walk through them and learn alongside us. So what she and I talked about is that as women, we need to drop all the feels and the mind drama that we put out there claiming that break down the you know barriers for claiming the money goals we actually have. And this is work done through self-leadership and recognizing old conditioning patterns with money and how key that is in order to move to the next level in your life or your business or your career. And it can, you know, it can dampen your inevitable success, impact, greatness, and influence. And we don't want that for you. So this conversation gets right to the meat. It's a shorter episode, but packed full of good information. I can't wait for you to listen. Here's my conversation with Tiffany Wallace. Hello, Tiffany Wallace. Welcome to the More About Matters podcast. Thank you for having me back. I'm so excited about this conversation. This is so fun. Okay. So after our first conversation, I got to thinking about more of the things I wanted to talk about, but we just couldn't fit it all into one episode. So wanted you to come back and talk to us about money months, money mindset. So important. Mm-hmm. And the topic of women and wealth and why we don't talk about it and what we need to talk about more. And truly like I've seen your work on this, but I've also known you for some period of time. So I've seen some of the evolution and I, it, it's clear you're passionate about this, but where did that passion start from? Like, what is that? Where is that coming from? Yeah, like this has been one of the biggest growth areas for me. I, you know, I'm all about leadership. And this is why I always talk about there's a difference between making money and building wealth. And we can get into that a little bit. But when I think it was a teaching Obviously, I did not get into teaching for the money, you know, never. And truly just the heart there. But then life gets expensive and busy. And I remember having feelings then, the early part of my career, why do I want more money? Why can't I just be grateful for what I have? And, you know, I had very humble beginnings growing up. My parents worked extremely hard. My sister and I were the very first ones to go to college. And it wasn't like I had a beautiful childhood, you know, but money was always tight, you know. And so it was always... I almost felt this like I'm I love going to Target and getting a great piece of clothing and I also love staying at the Ritz Carlton. Like I just love the best of both worlds, right? But I struggled yeah. with this for a long time of oh, is it bad to want to make more money? You know, and then it then it was the um, okay, but the more money I make, I I'm I'm just gonna give. I can give more, I can give more. So that made me feel quote unquote better about it. But it was just it's been such a process and really with entrepreneurship and coaching women, I see it all the time. And it's, I don't want to go after this goal because it's like um, this guilty feeling for when I have more money, you know, and I've been there and I will tell you this, 
the money work, I think, as I continued to set big goals over a year ago, it's probably about a year and a half ago now, was the first time I really truly claimed that I wanted to build a seven-figure coaching business. My very first business, multi-six figures, and close to the million dollar mark, not there yet, but this was different. This is like, it's like my baby in a different way, you know? And when I allowed myself to go there, it opened up so much for me. So, well, and the belief ceiling that that, that that hits up against, I mean, I'm sure you've, you've done a lot of the work to figure out that that was, that was a belief mm-hmm. ceiling that you'd established maybe because of having not gotten there yet or a million other factors, but that's the majority of people, right? The majority of, of people are going to say, well, it's hard for me to imagine something that hasn't happened yet. And also, why would that be true for me if it's not true for her or, or, well, it is true for her, but I'm nothing like her. So what do you think really is like a big block, especially for women around wealth that keeps us from setting goals that actually do feel that way? I think it's not truly claiming what we want or thinking that our wealth, our money has to look like somebody else's money. Okay. Yeah. And, and not that I would ever, um, not that I was around a ton of people who were like doing bad things, you know, because they were so wealthy, they had, you know, bad things kind of thing. It was just, I think fully claiming that I knew I could do it. That's something I want and what, what could that look like? But I also think a lot of women don't claim it because they think of what comes with it. Oh, if I'm making yes. seven figures, then it means I'm working that. 60 hours a week. That yes. means I'm never going to attach meaning to yes. it. I'm not going to see my yeah. kids. Um, what is so-and-so going to think if I have that much money or, you know, and I just started to be honestly share more open about money because I was like, I wanted to be a woman to show other women what's possible. I talk about integration yeah. and leadership. So how can I actually show women that I I'm building a business, making money and living a full life to the best of my ability, you know? And it has just been such a total unlock, but I, I truly think understanding like why I say wealth is because the more money I'm making, the more impact I'm truly making. We hear that all the time, right? For me, what that means is like, I'm not just building money right now. I'm building generational wealth for my kids when I'm long gone, but I'm also a resource for people. Like my assistant, Lauren, she has no desire to do what I do. She has no desire to create her own offers, to be an entrepreneur. She truly is in her dream work right now, behind the scenes woman, doing the back end stuff for me. She gets to fuel her creative juices like that. What a gift that I get to give her that because I chose to lean into my yeah. power and my strengths and what I want. And that's so true. I have a huge dream, um, a vision to expand as an entrepreneur within the next five to 10 years from an athletic standpoint and have a hub for other micro entrepreneurs. And just, I have this vision for this and what a gift it is because of the success of my, of my business, I get to resource other people in that way. So it's not just to me, I really started to understand the bigger picture. I've always understand like ripple effect, you know, but ripple effect when you think about it like that is so key. And I think of the ripple effect as well as 
me doing what I'm doing right now in my business, first of all, I'm happy. Like never been happier in my work. That spills over into how I show up as a mom, how I show up as a wife, how I show up as a friend, how I show up as a daughter, a sister, every single area of my life. That's building wealth. Like every day is such a gift. If I'm not, not that I don't have my moments, like we all do, right? (laughs) Like, you know, but like that, it's building wealth, not only in the bank, but in our life. And really being in alignment with that and dropping, you know, so when I just really started to embrace that and it's like, wow, the more money I am making, the more successful the people in my world get to become because I'm learning more, I'm growing more, I have more knowledge to hand back. But the more that I get to resource people and give in a way, not just from a monetary standpoint and and giving back, but like truly given ways of like empowering them within their work and different aspects that really opened my eyes a lot. Why do you think that we don't talk about this as much as women? I know. I mean, I know that's a generalization. It's definitely not across the board entirely true, but definitely when you look at who talks about money most, it's, Mm -hmm. it's largely men. So why do you think women shy away from talking about it? I think old conditioning beliefs, like, um, you know, my mom always, and, and I can relate to this, but not on the same level as some people, you know, I think it is hard for some men to have women earning more than them. You know, I'm mean, definitely a conversation my husband and I have had, not that he like, you know, he totally supports me and everything. And he's like, make the money, you know, but whatever, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely, you know, this, like, I think it's a power thing, but my mom always told us growing up, you know, make your own money, do work that you love, like be your own person. And it wasn't that you, you can't build with your spouse and everything and your partner, but that always stuck with me. And so I never had that, you know, different kind of, I don't know what I'm trying to say, or like background or thinking about it. It was never like a bad thing to be a woman who earns my own money, but it was always just so empowering to me. Like I just always loved that feeling of making my own money and part of my human design. I don't know if you know much about human design. I learned this last year is it's very, I learned it's very rare, but I have the full money channel. And I was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean about this? I heard about that this. Sounds really great. <laughs> but it, what is it's it? like, I am meant to talk about this. I'm meant to resource people and not only resource people through knowledge, resource people through programs and coaching and mentoring, resource people through giving, like, And I think when I learned that, and it's always been, money's always been like, I don't know, it's always been kind of something, right? Mm -hmm. It was a release. That was another layer of like, Tiff, you're supposed to talk about this because this is supposed to create a big impact. And I think as women, sometimes we don't, we, we don't talk about it sometimes because we don't see what, we truly don't believe that's possible for us. Like we don't believe that we can really truly be earning that for one thing, or we are in proximity with other people who are not earning money. Right. Yeah. It would make us the weird one. It would make us the different one. Yeah, exactly. And I think it goes back to a lot of, um, we think it, we attach that feelings that the meaning to it of, of what we think it's going to look like or has to look like before we even actually play it out. Yeah. Well, especially because there are such preconceived ideas of what it would take to earn that or 
what that would look like if you were, like how you would have to change, like what would have mm-hmm. to change in you or around you. And what's so funny is nothing has to change. No one actually sees your bank account besides your accountant. Like I just laugh at that because I'm like, I, I I have seen that create a stumble for people who are mm-hmm. doing incredible things and, and very successful. And I'm like, that is all created in your mind. Now, I'm not saying it's not real, that it doesn't feel real, but, and there's usually something much earlier on, like maybe they saw a parent that misused money or didn't feel like they could trust, you know, people in that role in their life with money. There's a million things, right? So there's often something else, but I just, I notice that a lot where it's like, we, we kind of stop ourselves before it can even be a reality. But, but truly nobody's going to know unless you don't tell them. I mean, unless you tell them because, yeah, I mean, I think that's actually the blessing of if you, if you're making a lot, you don't have to tell anyone and nobody has to know. And really so much joy can come from what you can do with that in a powerful Mm way. And it can show up in a variety of ways, but you don't have to actually articulate it if it's uncomfortable for you. You don't have to. So well, and I think a lot of women too, um, I mean, I've been in this moment before where it's, I didn't see it back to the example of other women, but it was almost like I didn't see someone earning the amount of money I wanted to earn and have it look the way that I wanted it to look like. Yeah. You know, so when I think about my coaching business now, I say this all the time. I'm like, I would rather grow slow then grow super fast. You know, it's like I'll have cash injections and other things go a little bit slower, but it's like, I'm building for the long term, right here for right. That sustainability. And so I think if someone deep down, like they don't want to talk about the money piece because it's that example of someone else actually doing what they want to do is, or they think they have to have a certain quality. Oh, so and so has they're so outgoing and they're so charismatic and and I could never be like them, so I could never make as much money as them. Or I I talk about this a lot, you know, I have two advanced degrees, three college degrees. I never want a woman to think she cannot package up her knowledge and her genius and create her own offers and those kinds of things because she doesn't have a college degree. You know, so it's it's very much look for the look for the proof, figure out what you want. But also know it doesn't have, you don't have to have certain qualities. It doesn't have to look the way it looks for anybody else. That's so true. And that's so good. Because I don't think even we always realize that that's what we're doing. We're keeping ourselves boxed in just based on what we've mm-hmm. seen. And maybe we're the one that's supposed to do it first. Exactly. <laughs> for us to see it's it's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what would you say for someone who's struggling in their money mindset and you know what that feels like, or, or maybe you've just seen it enough times, what sort of unlocks or tactical things can help them get out of that or that they can start putting into practice? Oh gosh, this is so good. (laughs) So first you like do some work with your, your old money beliefs. And you might hear me say that and you think, what do you mean Tiff? I don't have any old money beliefs. And I kind of mentioned this in our first episode, but for me, you know, seeing my parents work extremely hard growing up, it was very much this mindset, the harder you work, the more money you make. And so when I became an entrepreneur, especially these past three years, you know, you're starting something new, you're expanding and, or if you feel like you're stuck, 
it's like, okay, I need to work hard. I need to do more work to make more money. So I was, I would be catch myself overcomplicating things. So it goes so much deeper than that, but like really kind of get to know some of your old money stories. And sometimes for women, it comes up that they're not good with money because they've never been spent their money safely or spent their money, you know, so that can come up. Um, another limiting belief that could come up is women don't want to spend anything because they have a scarcity mindset that it's not going to come back to them. And obviously we need to spend responsibly and all the things, you know, I'm not saying that, but there's a very big difference in spending to expand, spending because you trust, spending, and this has been so huge for me as I continue to grow as an entrepreneur and invest in myself. Um, just that, those beliefs around that, the scarcity, you know, do you, are you going to have the abundance? It's going to come back to you or are you going to keep the scarcity mindset around it of I spend this and it's gone. And, and that comes from my old conditioning beliefs of you do this career for one career for the rest of your life. And then this is what you do when you retire. And you know, um, that that's been key. And then another thing is be a woman who money wants to be attracted to. So not only in how you spend, also how you're, you're being, right? If I'm TIFF, I'm going to be calling in multi-six figures in my coaching business this year. And how would multi-six figure TIFF though be showing up right now? Is she present with her kids? Is she on the phone all the time? Like money's not going to be attracted to me if I'm acting like that right now. Is she spending money on silly things or is she spending money intentionally with things that are actually going to grow the business? You know, so is she, and not even that, just from a personal standpoint as well. Yeah. Um, so those are just some really, really key things. And who you surround yourself with, like who you choose to surround yourself mm-hmm. with because their mindset you can so quickly adopt into your own. So protect that, make sure it's, it's worthy of adopting, right? Because if you have these goals, but you're hanging out with people who uh, talk very openly about their distrust of money or uh, even put people down that are really successful and have made a lot of money or whatever that looks like, that's going to really cause tension, internal tension for you. Because I I noticed like I have people in my life who really help me feel compelled to invest and compelled to um, take on next level of ownership and what I'm working on. And I I know the opposite could be just as easily true and damaging if I was not around people that were, was doing, were doing that in their own life. That's, it's so good. And it's just the power of proximity. You know, one of the smartest business decisions I've ever made was when I started, this has been just me, like putting myself around other women doing really big things. Yeah. And it made me realize, you know, money's just energy, right? It's Mm -hmm. just an exchange of energy. It's an exchange of the good you putting your gifts, your gifts onto the world, positively impacting people. But I, what I was in a world of myself where I almost didn't see, I was putting a lid on myself because I did not see the capacity of what else was out there. You know, I think about my podcast and you think about podcasts, people listen all over the world. And one of the money affirmations I do every morning is there's so much abundance, people all over the world, we have energy, we have money to spend and to give, and it's just an exchange of all those things. And that opened my eyes of, there are 
you know, like you get stuck in your vicinity of people, the proximity. Yeah. Who maybe make around the same money as you do or have the whole, the same beliefs because we surround ourselves with those people. But I was stuck in that, like what was possible for me. And then it just really opened my eyes to just really, truly seeing like, oh my gosh, all over the world, there are so many other people who have different money stories and different money things and so much abundance that when you just don't expand in that way, it's, it does keep you boxed in. You do have that scarcity mindset. You do have the limited ideas, you know, of things yeah. that could be coming in. So. I have a joke with some friends that will say, if, if you hang out with Andrea too long, she's going to tell you, you can make that a business. And that mm-hmm. that's the truth is that I, I will see one of their strengths and go, you know, you could completely make that a business. Now, if you don't want to, totally fine. Cause that's fair enough. Like not everything has to be that. But it is this like little bit of a nudge and you do kind of be, become known for what it is mm-hmm. that you like to inspire people to do. It's like, think about how this could play out if you let yourself for a moment daydream about it, because you either can choose to be around people like that or choose to be around people that only like you the way you are right now. And if you change, it's going to intimidate them. There's really like not a lot of middle ground there because you find that people either tend to bring that out or not. And so with the same is true with money, because you're right. It's just yes. an exchange of perceived value and energy. So mm-hmm. if someone is is compelling that from you, like in terms of is comfortable talking about it and ideas go back and forth, it often is just a belief system that they have that allows you to talk about it openly. It's not about vying for who makes what and talking about these numbers as though they are about your value. It is about what are you creating and what are people seeing so that they know the value you provide. It's not the innate value already exists. We are worthy, period, end of story, that is not attached to our wealth. Our worthiness is completely separate from our bank account. The point being that, that wealth is often ideas brought to life in a way that people can actually then like consume something that you provide or your expertise or a service or a product or whatever. Like that, that has to be real in some way for people to actually buy. Your worthiness is not attached to that. That is completely separate. And that, I think that's what needs to happen for women to understand that they can talk about it and it doesn't have anything to do with them. But that's just from everything you've been saying, I'm like, that's it. Like, that's what we have to talk more about. So we'll probably have to talk more about that. What does success mean like to you? Yeah. You know, I tell them this all the time. You may not want a seven-figure business. That's totally fine. You may want to earn $2,000 extra a month, $10,000 a month, like whatever. Like, you need to own it. But it becomes a problem when you keep yourself small, where you don't fully own it. And... But if, if you don't have a, a huge, huge goal, you know, compared to whatever somebody else you're comparing yourself to, that's where it becomes a problem. So it's yeah. like, what does success mean like to you? And what does it truly mean to build wealth in your life and in the bank? Like, what does that truly mean? I love that. Thank you so much, friend. I always appreciate yeah. your wisdom. Thank you. I love this conversation. We'll have to dig into this more. <laughs> I know. I feel like this is a much, like you could just keep going on it, but oh, I feel like yes, we gave people so enough to noodle on. And now from here they can start taking some action and then tell us what they want to hear more about. Because I do think that's the start of the conversation is usually starting to take some steps and then you get to another step and realize, oh, I need more here. Um, You can't actualize yourself in your own mind all the way through the steps. You actually have to start before you get more comfortable. So thank you. And just, just know like guys, the money work 
it never stops. And yeah. it's so incredibly powerful and just amazing in so many ways. Because you'll keep butting up against new belief systems, right? Like there, there will be thresholds that you're like comfortable up to a certain point. And then all of a sudden these new emotions and feelings creep in and insecurities. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> so much to look forward to. <laughs> all right. So all right. Thanks, friend. Have a great rest Thank of your week. You. you too. So you probably can tell that this is a topic that could be discussed much further. And at some later date, I'm sure this topic is going to come up again because I am really passionate about it as well. I don't think I was as passionate about it until I became a full-time entrepreneur and that became a big part of who I am and obviously what I'm about and helping other women really unleash that part of them and, and step into their voice and into their confidence because I do notice that a lot and it doesn't come from someone else always. A lot of it is inner work that we're still doing ourselves or don't even realize we still need to do ourselves. So I'm very passionate about this. It will be in future episodes and I would love to hear what holds you back or what you know is a culprit of getting in the way of this true wealth mindset because I do think it's something that needs a lot more discussion. I hope that you share this episode, you rate, review, subscribe. It means the world. And that way we can bring more of what matters to more people. Have a fabulous week.